On a mental note, a coffee table style podcast where we discuss how to change, grow, and evolve your mind, body, and soul. On today's episode, Jeff and I talk about dopamine and a bunch of other things. Food! Some lactin! Shit! <laughs> so sit back, relax, grab yourself a drink, take some notes, and join us for another episode of On a Mental Note. Woo! Bread. That was sweet. <laughs> uh. Yeah, boy. Uh, we're back. We're fucking back. New, and we're back. New hey. headphones, new headset, a little upgrade. It sound feels, better or worse? Feels good, dude. It sounds good, huh? Yeah, it sounds good, bro. But I don't know because our my fucking voice. mouth is right on top of <laughs> cut my mouth right on top of the microphone. We're like, oh. bro, <laughs> bro, that, <laughs> bro, that video of that guy talking spitting. <laughs> Know what I sent you? Yeah. Say, like, oh, and the dude's holding the beer next to him. I'm oh, like, damn. damn, bro. Yeah. That's how coronavirus goes that around. Coronavirus. Shit. That's how everything goes around. Yeah, man. Yeah, it's been it's been a while, man. It's been a hot. What do they call it? A hot minute. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. been a month actually. Has it really? Yeah. It's been a damn. Well, there's only 28 days in February, so. Oh wow! I love it. <laughs> Still a fucking month, bro. <laughs> Yeah, anything. But what you been up to, man? Man, Shit. just fucking, uh, actually, uh, I'm glad I got rid of the fucking mask, went back to the gym, trying to get back into that routine. Oh, because it's fucking uh, voting season, man. Oh, I know, dude. Yeah, you know, they, they use that as leverage. Like, oh, I, I, give, know, I give you a little freedom so I can get your vote. That's nah, 100% nah, right. right. Yeah. Oh, look what I did. I yeah. gave you back the ability to breathe. Yeah. yeah. It's like, I give you the ability to, like, show your ugly face. Yeah. <laughs> But other than that, man, I've been uh, I've been reading a book on uh, uh, fucking lectins, you know, kind of crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, just lectins, just starches that fuck up your bio, your bio gut. And then I've been reading this stuff. Uh, I read lectin? What's le- lectins? What's what's lectins? Uh, it's like a protein, um, and what it does, it fills holes in your gut, so it go seeps through your gut. So it's oh, not shit. It's not good for you, right? And I guess they're found in like. Uh, uh, Products with flour, heavy starches. Stuff oh like that. shit! Yeah. So everything that we pretty much eat. Well, like, I love other bread, shit. Bro. You're not you're not supposed to eat. Yeah. I mean, I love bread, bro. Yeah. Like, especially the freshly baked one or the Hawaiian rolls. Mm. <laughs> do you, you know that? Do you know they don't use preservatives in Hawaiian rolls, right? They don't. No. They just put sugar. Tons of sugar. Yeah. Oh, sugar doesn't grow old bacteria. Oh, okay. Yeah. So if you put a ton of sugar <laughs> on a certain um food. Like it acts as like kind of like a preservative. Yeah, hundred percent. Same same thing as salt, right? Uh, salt. Yeah, same. Oh, okay. Some salts to do the same, but uh, typically sugar uh, sugar doesn't. Uh, it's weird because you think it would because it's sweet and people mm-hmm. want it, but it doesn't. Yeah. You have so much of it. Yeah, I've noticed that in every food, like especially like uh, canned or um, in a bag. Yeah, you know they have a lot of sugar or yeah. salt. Some of the yeah. can you don't in some canned stuff you don't need preservatives because you can. It's called retort. So essentially they. Uh, put it in the can and they put them in this big these big ovens mm-hmm. and the heat sucks all the air and moisture out mm-hmm. and it seals them. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. I so, remember, yeah, I remember that one time. Um, 
I was on deployment, right? And my buddy, his mom is a baker. So he, uh, like, her mo- uh, his mom sent us, like, a goodie bag, like a goodie box uh-huh. during deployment. And then she sent, like, uh, you know those mason jars? Yeah, yeah. But it's uh, it's brownies. Okay. So she cooked brownies in a mason jar, and then she closed it up so it, it vacuum seals yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. So it was, it was fucking good. That's what they're for. That's how yeah. you, you know how you retort those is uh, essentially uh, you'd put stuff in them. Mm-hmm. Then you would put them in a pot with water and cover the pot, and uh, um, the pressure buildup in the pot would uh, make the top of those mason jar seal it. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's why they pop. That's why they pop okay. down. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's called a retort. So, what about the lectin? What What does it do to our body specifically? I, like? You know, I I um I just was looking at the overall pro- like the overall different types of lectins that are found. That mm-hmm. they just say that makes these holes in your bile gut that allows things to seep through it. You know. Yeah, so. too much science, man. Yeah, too much science. Shit, it's kind of, it's kind of cool though. I like, I like reading that stuff. You know, is this a, uh, it's a mental growth stuff, freaking podcast, man. <laughs> and then we're freaking talking about gut stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I think I, I uh, and then I started reading a book called um, Dopamine Nation. Ooh, yeah, yeah, it's we from, are. We, I, I've have, heard have about you read that it? book. No, I oh, haven't okay. read it, but I think I've heard about the author and. Um, I think he was in the Joe Rogan podcast. Oh, was it? I don't know. I or don't I don't know, but um, I heard him somewhere. That's a female, like, I believe. Yeah, yeah, I think it's a female. Yeah, yeah, it's um, it's so far like I just want I try to do a chapter a day, so I just mm-hmm. got it. So it's, yeah. it's pretty good, but it's for it's like for real. Yeah, everything is dopamine, especially I, now. Yeah, I don't know. It's just kind of crazy. Like I, I just don't know how you get by it though. By what? Like um, you know, because. Every time you read about dopamine hits, or like, oh, your phone, you wake up, you want your phone, mm-hmm. the TV. But, I mean, how do you not get a dopamine hit? Like, yeah, in everything, you get a dopamine hit. But uh, majority of the time, uh, there's this guy, his name is um, Andrew Huberman. Mm-hmm. You heard of him? Um, I, his name sounds familiar, but I, I'm going to say no. He's a he's a neuroscientist, and uh, he uh, he's a professor in uh, Harvard, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or Stanford, some, somewhere on those Ivy League fucking universities. I wow. probably fucked yeah, it up. You didn't do your research, but uh, he has a, a an episode about that, about dopamine and stuff. And majority of the time, people tie in their dopamines to certain tasks, you know, like out, outward tasks. Like for example, um, when we work out, we always wanted to look good. Either our motivation is to look good or to actually feel healthy, instead of like you know being in the process because the process is not really a dopamine hit depending on how you tie it really yeah you know sorry i was looking up this thing to get you a, a real definition of lectin lectin yeah okay so it says uh ivermectin <laughs> no <laughs> it says a, a lectin also known as an anti-nutrient is a type of protein that binds to certain carbohydrates mm-hmm. just about every organism in the world um, from plants to animals to microbes contain lectins. There are many types of lectins, and some are completely safe, while others pose health risks. What kind of lectin is healthy and safe? The uh, one that I, is not synthetic? No, no, no. I think they. I think, um, like in the book, they have a um, a whole list of things that are okay to eat. Like let's say, like dates are okay. Oh, okay. Um, for some reason on there, I thought dates no. are pretty old, dude. Like freaking. Like ancient people used to eat them shits. What dates? Yeah, dates. Yeah, I think a lot of shits old, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean like fucking uh, apple, dude. It's, it's apples kinda... are 
you know how old, old apples are? <laughs> fucking Adam and Eve had an apple, bro. Get the fuck out of here. What kind of shit is that? <laughs> the fuck? People are making something. I don't know. I'm talking it off my ass. Fucking, I don't know how old dragon fruit is, but that shit looks fucking old. You know, actually, uh, it's so crazy. When I first saw, you ever seen those fruits from the cactus? What are those called? Like it's the flower. Mm, uh, okay. They look like dragon fruit when you open it. Up. Oh, they do. Yeah, I mean, it's dragon so fruit is not that tasty in it, anyways. It tastes like fucking aloe vera. It does. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's just aloe vera with seeds. It's with so a weird. Little, a little hint of like sweetness because you see it on all the like uh, some of the. Like the energy drinks or cans or like mm-hmm. dragon fruit, dragon fruit. It just sounds fucking nice because it seems like you're gonna go to like some ancient dynasty in China. Uh, that or, <laughs> or I think it's visually appealing, like a, yeah, like a starfish, like a star fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Star fruit looks cool. You cut it, you're like, what the fuck is this? <laughs> it's like water, <laughs> bro. What's uh, um, persimmons, right? Like yeah, persimmons. persimmons. Yeah, it looks it's nice. Like, well, you well, I don't like I them because they like fall, them. they fall on the floor, and if you step on them, you can't get that shit out of your shoe, bro. <laughs> have you tried one though? I have not. Bro. And I have a big ass tree. <laughs> it's right there. I'm the one harvesting it. Yeah. I was like, oh, can I have some? Yeah, and I was like, like eating it. It's like five dollars a piece, man. Yeah, yeah, those shits are expensive. Yeah, but that dopamine nation is pretty good. That lectin book's pretty good. Mm. The only problem, man, it's like, um, so I'm. Like, there's so many diets out there, right? So many mm-hmm. diet restrictions, so many do this, do that, and so many people telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, like, if you go to social media thinking of dopamine hits, you see all these people that are fit. Half those motherfuckers are on shit, bro. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to tell you, I work out, man, and and granted, I can get lean and ripped, uh, but it takes a lot of work on diet. Yeah. But these dudes, no, I'm like, I said, there's no way, mm-hmm. you know? There's yeah. no way. There's no way to look that jack with the eight pack, and you're like, what the fuck? Like, yeah. Really? Yeah, really? All happy? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dude, because usually when you're fucking jacked and ripped, because you competed, and bro, like, you you look fucking good when you compete because you're, like, trying to cut weight, and you're all shredded and shit, yeah. but you're fucking miserable. You're miserable, Because you're, you're, like, you smell, like, food. You're like, fuck, I want to eat. I already tell you, you're here, you're like, when the fuck has Doritos in this gym? Yeah. Right? Like, you smell it somewhere. I remember when I was in deployment, bro, I was like, fuck, like, I want to eat real food, man. Fuck this fucking military food. Really? Garbage. wasn't that good Nah, man it was nutritious but it's fucking bland yeah. like you know it's it's good for you like in my opinion it's like good for you and it nourishes your body and shit like that but bro like the the fucking flavor is garbage so, i don't know i guess that's our, our problem with food right we won't we all expect it to taste good yeah what do you think is the uh, future for food since you work in the food industry uh i don't you know it's weird man it's um the food here is different in the U.S., different than, like, in Europe, mm-hmm. you know? And I think there's a push for clean labels, but I think right now it's going to be tough because um, most of those things are expensive. Mm-hmm. And people don't realize this, but, you know, your fuel's going up. Oh, dude. Energy's going up, right? Everything goes Everything. up. So um, people don't think about it, but that affects the cost of your food, especially even at a fast food joint because it still costs, uh, it still requires energy to produce all those products, right? Mm-hmm. So everything's going to go up. And, yeah. and we're probably going to be stuck in it two, three years, you know, before it starts to come back down. We'll get a new president and he'll look like he saved the day, but he didn't, you know. Um, but I think that's that's just really where it's at. Most people are trying to get back to simplicity on food, you know, like. Uh, or planning their own food. You know, that that would be the way to go. But fun, people are lazy, dude. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know a lot of farmers, uh, but I do know that they work fucking hard. Yeah, they do. You know what yeah. I mean? They don't have. Mm-hmm. They, they are the 
originators of the no days off quote probably <laughs> yeah fucking work on sundays <laughs> yeah bro. dude i gotta go like <laughs> if you have cattle or animals you gotta go clean up after those i got a dog i gotta clean up after all the yeah. time i can imagine having like 400 cows fucking bro. big ass freaking cow dung you have to pick up <laughs> yeah but so. hey like you know if if you enjoy that type of uh job i think uh you can actually thrive from it because it's so weird because we lost that art a lot you know? of things yeah i was talking to my neighbor earlier and we we're talking about how um people like forget simple math now you know like yeah because they they just go in and calculator yeah or remember the time when we used to memorize like phone numbers well yeah we didn't have that many either though right yeah i mean it was but like, still like we we have a hard time memorizing fucking two numbers now or yeah, one but you know is that okay so do you think that's just because we don't have to is because uh it's you know easily mean? accessible yeah you know? but so we don't have to yeah i mean but i don't know I look at it both ways. Like we don't have to do that now because we have the ability to just, just look, look it up. up. Yeah. yeah. Same thing with like a calculator, I guess. But mm-hmm. what are we gonna do if uh, like all the satellites were down? Do you know what I mean? I would. I would survive. I'll no, I'll survive easy. Yeah, easy. Yeah, but I'm saying some people will not. You know. Yeah, dude. Because you go some places and let's say uh, your totals like fourteen thirty eight, and then you give the person like. Oh, here's twenty, uh, like twenty thirty. Mm-hmm. Like they'll freak out. They won't even know how to do the math. <laughs> He's like, "Oh, can I get uh twenty five cents so I can make a dollar hole at what?" Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, I think it's weird, right? But, yeah, uh, I think that's just. Um, but do you need algebra though? <laughs> um, I think so. <laughs> can you use it in your day to day life? <laughs> uh, like, get, like what? Let's say. Uh, well, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Like what? If I mean, you, the simple maths is like, yeah, of course, but uh, the algebra part, I don't know. I don't know. It's kind of, I, I get it too. There's got to be some function to it, right? In yeah, the there life. is. But yeah, I mean, I'm gonna sit there and be like, fuck, I need to like a, I need to find out how long to cut this right angle on my uh, on my board. Do well, that's a, that's geometry, bro. Do I do, no, you do Pythagorean <laughs> theorem and shit. You know what I mean? I don't know. What's the square root of this apartment? <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were going to say, what's the square root of disappointment? <laughs> yeah. Well, wow, shit. You go, it's weird because our, you know, um, Ikea is like a um, European store, right? Mm-hmm. And so they do everything in different. I wonder if they like. I fucking hate the names, bro. Yeah. I just I just go in there and I read it out loud. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> I, I, I've, I've always wanted to go there and start like with a camera, start recording stuff and like uh-huh. all their different scenarios. <laughs> All right, guys. Today we're today we're gonna make. <laughs> have you have you seen that video of uh, or it was in the news actually? They said that remember before there used to be like arrows in the floor. Yes. And then the guy, some guy, fucking took the arrows out and just flipped it around, so people were going in circles. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> That's just funny, Frank. Really? He got, he got arrested because they did? found out who he was. Because there's cameras in there. So <laughs> So now it's all if you've been to IKEA, like the arrows are projectors. Oh now. shit. Yeah. So they don't take out the arrow and flip it around. Because pre- people were going in circles. That's, that's pretty funny. Hey, cheers. Yeah, hold up. Uh, oh oh damn. shit. Damn boy. boy I'll lower yeah. the fucking uh. console. Fuck. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> Apples, yeah, but I always think that um like all that stuff requires just memory. Yeah, yeah. Everything is. Uh, I think. What do they um, call that? Discipline. Do we want to call it discipline? I you would, know, cause I like would. it's like working out, right? Like yeah. staying on the schedule. 
I like being regimented. Is that discipline or is that, uh, what's the other word I'm looking for? Uh, consistency. Yeah, consistency. Well, consistency coincides with discipline because okay. um, consistency is more of like you do it even though you don't feel like doing it. So, therefore, it's the same as discipline. Like, uh, yeah, motivation is good. Motivation, yeah. Yeah, motivation feels cool and shit. You know, you feel like amped up when you want to go work out. But motivation is never there for you every fucking single time. No, but do you think like, uh, let me see if I can phrase this. Why? Like if I say um, motivation without action is just. A, th- a thought does that make any sense motivation without action is just a thought you're right right it's just there and then it dies inside your head because you're just like not really pursuing nothing so therefore there's no product yeah or no um nothing to show for yeah i know, on, know? on most of things it's weird because i think there's like um i know there's a formula but it's anywhere from like seven to 48 days or 45 days mm-hmm. to uh, to do something to create a habit mm-hmm. and so I, I start noticing only because we've talked about it before but if, if you think about it you'll see it on everything that they want you to use regularly where it becomes a habit for you so let's say uh like uh, supplements right it'll mm-hmm. say take two supplements uh take two supplements at bedtime every day yeah right because and notice most uh most bottles for supplements are how many days 60 30 30 days days, right because it's let's say there's 60 in there just two a day that's 30 days Mm -hmm. right um why is that to make you keep buying no to make you uh get into a habit Ah. so it becomes it becomes ritual for you now because you've done it every day so if you can get through the 30 days right i think what do they say the first three days are the roughest for anyone yeah (laughs) sorry i had to burp (laughs) um so i think what they they figure if you get through, you know, seven to 10 days, right, then you'll do it all the time, right? So they want mm-hmm. you to get into a habit. Okay. So if you take two, oh, I'm taking two a day, then it becomes uh, just a regular routine habit for you. Mm. Like, that makes uh, sense. You know who does a big job of, of marketing that is uh, Active Greens? Active? Is it athletic, athletic Greens. Athletic yeah. Greens, yeah. yeah. They're like, take it every day in the morning. Take it every day in the morning, you know. Mm-hmm. First thing, first thing in the morning, take it. Mm-hmm. And what they're trying to do is, uh, I don't know if there's a benefit. I don't think they have any studies. I looked on their website. If if there's a benefit taken in the morning or taken at night, I think it doesn't really matter. Mm-hmm. Me personally, I think you just yeah. got to figure out your body. But they tell you, take it every day first thing. Mm. So they want you to, instead of like almost like checking your phone in the morning, they want you to be like, oh, fuck, I'm going to get up and take my athletic greens. Mm. And not only that, you're kind of getting out of your uh, normal routine too to add an extra routine so that you will upgrade your life somewhat. Yeah, I think some things are good. I think... Um, my personal opinion, I think everyone is different, right? Mm-hmm. Like some diets work, like let's say fasting, right? Yeah. I always love fasting because, uh, I always tell people, man, I used to fast back in the day. I just didn't know. I was like, <laughs> like, yeah, but yeah, it's called fucking being poor and yeah. not having food. Being broke, son. <laughs> being broke, son. You get one meal a day, you know? Um, Why do you want this job? I'm broke, motherfucker. Because <laughs> it says you're hiring. <laughs> Shit, you say you're hiring. I'm broke. <laughs> yeah, but I, um. I think uh, like the, the, all these diets are so many diet plans. I think you just got to find the one that works for you. Yeah. And uh, do you believe in um, supplementing? Yeah, I think you. I think we do, just because our diet is not what it used to be. I, mm. I do think you need some supplementation. It just depends on what it is, right? Okay. I think you should really try to get um, uh, most of your nutrients from food. Mm-hmm. But it, it's hard, man. Like especially if you're working, it's hard. Yeah. Our you food know, is our, our, our medicine. Yes. People don't see see it that way, though. 
they just see food as fuel but ultimately food is actually also medicine you know it's weird like last week i was meal prepping and um yeah i saw your meal prep bro <laughs> it looked good huh it looks good but it looks boring too because it's all the same <laughs> no oh well, well that's two a day oh so it's only really for, yeah I, oh, fuck. it's two a day for i only do for uh i try to do two three days only oh okay and then i'll make something else do you um what is your overall goal when you meal prep uh, okay, so it's almost similar to um, uh, having having things readily available, right? So, like, let's say um, if you have, if like, I try to do this now, but I keep a bottle of water in my car mm, okay. because if it's there, I'll drink it. Oh, okay, right. So, right, if it's on site, it's in your mind. If if it's there, oh shit, it's already here. Yeah, right. Yeah, so yeah. it's easy. So, if um, that's why you're, you have a water bottle and that fire water right there too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but so like if um like if you're hungry let's say you're at work mm -hmm. and you're hungry and you're like oh fuck i work there's tons of restaurants i can go anywhere then your brain when you start getting hungry your brain's always like fuck what yeah I, what do i want to eat mm -hmm. right and, and people don't realize this but your brain's like oh fuck all right i had you know i i'm not saying taco bell but let's say i had taco bell yesterday i'm gonna go to um, burger king today because it's yep. convenient and it's there mm -hmm. but drive through i have my food with me i can't be like fuck i brought food i better eat it mm -hmm. right so i'm almost committed at that point Unless you say fuck it, <laughs> yeah, you can, yeah, you which can. is fine, you know. Yeah. But that's mm. a, that's the thing. I think you have to be um, very regimented and disciplined to yeah. not. And when I was doing it, I mean, I shit, I was down to like one hundred fifty-seven pounds, yeah. But it's tough, you know. Have you ever been uh, in a disciplined routine and then you get off of it? Yeah. How did you feel when you got off? Weird. Of it? You know what happened is I was uh, I was meal prepping like every Sunday. I would meal prep food for the whole week mm -hmm. i was like not fucking around yeah me too i was i was doing that too yeah and yeah. so every night i'd go to the gym every night mm -hmm. i'd work do my meal prep work and then i do jujitsu and sometimes after jujitsu i'd still go to the gym damn right now oh, and so i'd go to the gym all the time that was like really my therapy you know it's like my yeah, so i'm i like going there i put my headphones on i just zone out um and so i was losing weight getting ripped and you feel good when you're ripped you feel good yeah you do but and you feel you look fucking skinny yeah yeah dude you're fucking ripped you're like i was <laughs> like three four five percent body fat you, you, know you I mean? look like jose aldo fucking uh, all skeletal dude pretty yeah pretty skinny so yeah. um i was at work and uh they had called me in and when somebody had asked me like hey we just want to make sure you're not sick or anything <laughs> right and i was like oh fuck fuck and and then so then what i i know and then what happened is i said okay fuck i better um like my body at that point, my body was just firing. So, I'd eat, burn it, burn it. I was like, I felt like I was just getting more and more ripped. Yeah, because you were in an afterburn effect all the time. Yeah. yeah, and it's weird. You know what my thing was? It was like I would eat um, three, three, four meals a day, mm -hmm. every two hours or something, and would not oh, eat shit. past eight o'clock. Oh shit! You know that's mad discipline, bro. Yeah, and so uh, fuck. Uh, I have like a heater in my car for a, a hot plate. Mm -hmm. I put my food in there. Let it yeah, warm up. Yeah, you told up. me about yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, or what my, made you decide to do that? Uh, I think I was just getting a little big. <laughs> okay, straight up. So yeah. you saw yourself in a mirror. You're like, fuck. Yeah, you know, and even even now, like right now, fuck. I went to doc. I gained like 15 pounds. The doctors are like, fuck, I gained 15 pounds of muscle. Oh, okay. But you also gave 15 pounds of fat. Yeah. <laughs> that's what that's he told true. me, right? Okay, yeah. And So it's like 30 pounds. Yeah, right? So, oh, shit. Well, I'm like 200 pounds, right? Uh -huh. Just under 200. Um, But I was like, ah, oh, that's a little that's a little heavy. I don't want to be 50. I don't want to be in the 50s anymore. It's too small. Like, mm -hmm. uh, I think That's it, me, bro. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I'm just like I'm like 161 right now. I was 157. Woo! Yeah, damn, you fucking rip, fucking rip, shit, dude. son. Yeah, and then so uh, I think I I just gotta like cut like 10, 15 pounds, but I I think the best way to do it is like to hold yourself accountable, right? So yeah. what I yeah. do now every day, like uh, I do a two three minute blog on my phone i just record it on my camera oh okay. but i don't post it just for me yeah 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 it's like, for you yeah yeah so i can keep account like what what did i do today oh. right but i think uh, a lot of that shit is mental like I, I honestly feel this i feel if you keep telling yourself you're fat you're gonna stay fucking fat yeah right yeah. Mm-hmm. and so i think um we always make fun of people like we'll see especially guys like we'll see them with pictures of like arnold or something mm-hmm. or somebody fucking Way at, like Arnold's out of control, right? Because yeah. you know he was all juiced up on roids and shit, right? <laughs> yep. And nobody talks about it. Fucking but, Ronnie Coleman. Yeah. All those, fucking all those Olympians. Yeah. Man. All those guys, dude. Yeah. Everybody, the fucking the, half the CrossFit people are juiced up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Anyway, it doesn't. But I don't care. They still got to put that work in. Mm-hmm. But I think if you if you have like a an idol. Yeah. What's that? What is that thing called? Like a not a poster board. Vision board. Yes, a vision board. <laughs> That's what those pictures are. Yeah. We laugh, but that's what they mm-hmm. are, right? Like, yeah. That's why we look at people like on social media and we see dudes that are ripped and we're like, damn. Mm-hmm. Right. But that's, that's the modern day vision board. It's, it's the process of uh, manifesting too. Yeah. Um, I've uh, stumbled into a podcast. Well, I listened to it um, going back as um, pretty much the talk. They talked about manifestation, how like people, when they, they want something and they, they have it right away. Is because they believe that they deserve it. Um, they actually feel that they're worthy of it. So that's how. That's one of the key points to actually getting what you want in life is you have to know that you deserve it and you're worthy of it. Because yeah. if you if you're constantly saying like, "Oh, I don't deserve that," "Oh, I don't deserve this," but I want it, but it's it's kind of contradicting the the manifestation process. That's a like a it's like a built-in ant you're giving yeah, yourself. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. You're, you're just building that in, and then it's not gonna come because you're not gonna be motivated, or you're not gonna strive to actually take the steps to towards the the dream that you want. So yeah. that's what happens is people always think like, oh, okay, the dream is there, but you know, I want it, but I don't think I could I could get it because there's so much work, so many hours. You know, like bro, just take it one step at a time. You know, I don't know. I I I feel like you know with the vision board and working out and stuff. I think. I think you have to talk yourself up, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Now, granted, I can sit here and talk about stuff like, oh, I'm going to lose 20 pounds to, like this month, this mm-hmm. month. And, you know, that may help you, like, shut down your eating a little because you start thinking, like, oh, fuck, I got to lose 20 pounds. I can't eat these chips. Mm. Right? Yeah. But I think it helps a little bit, but I think you have to also put some work in. Yeah, but at the same time, you know, some people, when they um, fall off the wagon, right, they be- beat themselves up so much. I'm what? like, bro, like... You can you can uh, fall off the wagon, but the thing is, like, when are you gonna get back up and go back to the path? Because some people they stray off the path, and then they're like, "Oh fuck, I already fucked up, so I'm gonna stay off the path." Yeah, I think that's okay though. I think, yeah, I think, but you, you know, ultimately to go back, you know, yeah. just go back, bro. I think you, I think you need a little bit of flexibility because mm-hmm. being too yeah. regiment just dude, that's boring. Well, it it takes its toll on you. Like people don't hang out with you. You mm-hmm. can't hang out with people mentally. It just yeah. like fucking dissolves your, uh, you know, like your overall other life. Like we always talked about it in the show where, oh, balance is everything. Yeah. There's oh, it's always three points. You know, in everything that you do, there's always three points of balance where you have to have for yourself, for others, and then for the thing that you're actually looking for. 
Yeah. So there's always that three points, and you have to balance everything like like you're balancing a plate on your hand, and it's fucking difficult. But shit, I I think we sometimes we uh, we get glimpses of people in their in their best uh, position in life. So I'll give yeah. an, I'll give an example. Mm-hmm. So like uh, I was uh, I was working a show and um there was a fighter in there. Fucking fighter was ripped, dude. You know, mm-hmm. and I. Uh, had a shirt off and i'm like dude put your shirt on man you're making us look fucking bad you know <laughs> and then uh his coach uh a little heavier is like that, that's what he goes that's what happens when you when you're in the gym two three days uh two two three times a day every day Fuck, that's a lot of time yeah but people don't see that right they see mm-hmm. this guy they'll see him let's say him or her let's say they're fucking in great shape they see them partying one day mm-hmm. but they don't realize like they're which i agree with like you gotta celebrate your victories right yeah Definitely, but yeah. a person will be back in the gym a couple of days. Yeah, you, know? you got to treat yourself once, once a while. You know, like I you think, don't. I think more than once in a while, though. You don't think? Yeah, so? I think more. I agree with you because like, I don't any, think any, we, we don't give enough of credit. Like yeah, you get any, a job promotion, like like um, most people just expect it. Like, oh, okay, that's cool. You know, mm-hmm. like congrats. But it's like I think a little bit. You have to celebrate yourself. Be like, fuck yeah, man! Mm-hmm. Look what I'm doing with myself. Yeah, exactly. I'm yeah. fucking successful. And but, but no, because I think we're so busy fucking comparing ourselves with Insta fucks. <laughs> Pretty much. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Just for what people have or what they don't have or what people think they have. And they now the guys have. are wearing bikinis and you're copying them like, fuck, bro. What? <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what fucking pages are you on, bro? <laughs> but anyway, since we were talking about dopamine hits... Um, Actually, they explained uh, the scientific process of it is that some people, well, majority of people actually tie in their dopamine hit to the the physical aspects of things, meaning the results. Do, right? do, you, do you know that when uh, dopamine affects your brain in the same place for pleasure and pain? Yeah, pleasure and pain. Yeah, yeah. kind of crazy, right? So, so like, since you said that pleasure and pain, um, majority of the time people forget like, okay, like I'm going to work out. I want to look ripped, right? So once I get ripped, that's when I'm going to be happy. You know, that's the, that's the time. Instead of tying the, the happiness towards the process of it. You yeah. know, Fuck, like. What, now you got me thinking about the book. I, one of the first books I read where he was a doctor. Mm-hmm. Um, he was a plastic surgeon and he did a whole study and then he went into the field. But he realized that like uh, people had a scar and he would uh, do plastic surgery and get rid of the scar. But if they didn't do enough work mentally to realize a scar wasn't there anymore, they would always see the scar. So mm-hmm. the surgery wouldn't change them because mm. they would always find the defect. Um, I think sometimes because we know what our defects are, I think we focus on them too much. Yeah, right? we, we uh, put a magnifying glass towards it. And not only that, like we think about it more than others and you know we always think like oh others know but dude come on bro you know who thinks about you more you yeah <laughs> but at the end of the day who cares yeah. right like at the end of the day it's how you look at yourself but it's hard yeah it is hard you know i don't care like, what anybody says it's, yeah in this society especially here in the like a very dense mm-hmm. like a uh, city it's hard yeah right it is it is hard but ultimately like you said in everything and our model of this podcast mindset is everything yeah mindset is everything yeah mindset over everything because everything starts in your mind it starts as a thought first and then from your thoughts it becomes your emotions and from your emotions it becomes the behavior or actions that you do yeah i yeah i mean i 100 percent agree with that i think like um 
Um, you, I was just reminded of like Diego Sanchez. Remember Diego Sanchez used to oh, walk dude, in? I remember. Was, no, he used to walk in with Tony Robbins for a while. Oh, and he was like, "Yes, this is my house." Oh yeah, yeah. Right? Told me that, and yeah. it looks stupid, but like, the, like maybe this is many years ago. But I was like, "Fuck, that's like that's the way to do it." Mm-hmm. That's he, the process of visualizing. Just like uh, he said, he he deserves that shit. So he's dude, my house. Well, look at this. I don't know if you realize. If you ever watched the Olympics, watch these young fucking athletes, like especially mm-hmm. the gymnast. Before they do their routine, like let's say they're going to do um, fucking pummel horse. I don't fucking yeah. know, right? Mm-hmm. Watch them on the side, like it, visualizing the run, flipping in the fucking air before they even get on the mat. Mm-hmm. And people people often glance over that. But I always see them like, fuck. Like these people like got your fucking brain working, right? Mm-hmm. Like you're visualizing yourself, do that routine, hitting it, landing it. Mm-hmm. Just like. You know, competition. Yeah. Uh, you competed. You know, I mean, I competed a little bit, but not as much as you. But, you know, in competition, your mindset is everything, actually. Yeah. Because if your mindset is like, oh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go lose. I'm going to lose, bro. Like, I'm not going to make it. You're not going to make it. Yeah. Do you, do you ever worry about losing? I'm I'm worried about getting hurt. <laughs> oh, you are? <laughs> yeah. Okay. That, See, I... Like, my, like, tearing my knee, that was my, my worst fear. Uh. Like, tearing my ACL because I've seen so many people toward their ACL. I'm like, fuck, I don't want to do that. You know, but, uh, I mean, yeah, it, it was it's a mindset thing. Uh, and How do we over, how do you overcome it, though? How did I overcome it? I just or, pretty or much... Or you didn't. You're like, I didn't overcome it. I just... <laughs> like, I, went in, I, just, I just went in. I was like, fuck it. You know, if, if whatever happens, happens, just try to tap as early as you can. Yeah. So that's what I did, but uh, I got third place. So I was like, "Oh, whatever." You felt good, yeah. Yeah, I felt good afterwards yeah. because I actually did it, you know. Um, because uh, as a veteran, um, a lot of veterans suffer suffer from anxiety. Yeah, I think a lot of I think you know not just veterans, but I think just in general people mm-hmm. we all do right, and so we all we all have to find different ways to um, hype ourselves up, but not at the debt detriment of other people right yeah yeah yeah. i think that's really the thing but i know i had a like i had a big assignment and like literally i was telling myself like oh, you earned this shit you got here mm-hmm. it's all you you know yeah. and like it's weird that you have to talk to yourself like that and then when i tell people they're like what i don't believe you know but i'm like i have no problem telling people i do that because i mm-hmm. think it's important to realize like not not everybody is fucking superman right mm-hmm. And you don't you don't have to be a superman. You yeah. just got to be a real person to yourself. Yeah. Uh, have you ever, um, when you try something new and you say that, like the the ants start coming, do you ever self reflect and look at the success that you have in the past? Um, I I think uh, in relation. I think here I'm a motherfucker. <laughs> I think hey she in relation to that. I what I would do is try to just uh, like if I had one ant try to overcome it with like three positive things mm-hmm. like or just fucking know you're having a negative thought and like ah oh, fuck that that's wrong mm-hmm. right yeah because then you start digging a hole yeah right? and you know what's so crazy like uh as an observer i'm a big observer i like to observe things just observing you from the past since last year you know when we start first the past, started. last year yeah last year when we when we started this show um bro you fucking graduated with the master's and you're with, you know, the biggest fucking company, freaking, you know. Dude, mindset. Bro. And then it's like, I was like, damn, bro. Like, you you actually um, overcome it. And then not only that, you fucking, you're pretty successful in your own right. Thank because you. I you, appreciate that. You, you actually, like, you know, you, you put your mind to it. 
And not only that, you do extra shit that other people don't fucking do. And I don't know why the fuck you do it, but you do it to improve yourself. You do the hard shit at, at all the time. So what happened is, is that you inspired me. So um, it inspired me not only to like um, become better, but do the hard shit. Like one example I, I can give you is that you said that you do the ice bath a lot, right? I don't have an ice bath. So I do fucking cold showers every fucking mm -hmm. morning and I do it for a minute. It's I fucking look, hard, huh? It's fucking hard. You it's, know pa what's, it's painful, but hey, you know what's so funny? You said like it takes 30 days. It took me seven days to do that. So every, every morning when I go to work, I have to. It's not that it's an option. It is an option, but I have to. And something in my head, after I take a warm shower, I have to take a cold shower before I get out. Yeah. So, like, I can't get out until I get that fucking cold shower. It's for weird. I think the shower is almost the same as the ice bath. When you first jump in. Oh, bro, it's fucking. Ugh. But you know what is, you know, to me what it is, it's a great practice mm -hmm. of how to, uh, how to deal with those uh, automatic negative thoughts. Yeah. Because it's the same process, right? Because when you jump into that fucking bath, that tank, <sighs> like your brain is like saying, hey, asshole, get out, you mm -hmm. know? Yeah. And then but you you're like, no, no, no. No, you sit there and you'll be like, all right, let's get it under control. Let's mm -hmm. work on our breathing. And then you start taking like your brain to focus on something else, like oh, yeah. your breathing mm -hmm. or like get under control, mm -hmm. right? And I think that's, to me, that's, um, that's why they work so well because they make you realize that if you can stay in there long enough to focus not on the shivering, mm -hmm. then you're okay. Let, then you learn to control your brain a little bit to your advantage. Mm. I think that's what David Goggins talks about a lot, yeah, right? Yeah, a lot. And not only that, um, Bob Proctor do, does Bob too. Proctor, yeah. Yeah, R he's an RP. Yeah, but uh, I've listened to a, an episode uh, where, you know, he was in a school of greatness a lot because he's- In the podcast? Yeah. He's, oh. been, he's uh, friends with uh, Lewis House, and he's been in there for, like, five times. You know, it's weird, man. I always, uh, like, I'm grateful that you and I started doing this show. You yeah. Know? yeah. But, but I wish, like, it's like anything. It's like people that jiu-jitsu. I wish we'd have started five years ago because I was like, fuck, where would we have been if we'd have done this shit five years it's ago? It's never too late, man. No, no, it's, I'm not saying yeah, it's too late, yeah. but I'm saying you start looking at, yeah. like, how important it is to just. Stay consistent. Or, no, just to start something. Yeah. Because if we could have not done anything, and then where would we have been? Right. Yeah. Same fucking routine. Yeah. You, know, we, you won't be fucking upgrading shit. I mean, yeah. I think you would still get your master's no matter what. Anyways, that was your personal goal. Now I got my master's master's. Yeah. But um, like for me, it was more of like, OK, like it's something new because I know my old self would say no, because my old self was more of like the fear side. I ran my life through fear. Like, oh, what? What if this happens? What if I did this? What if? Like, you know, shit just happens, you know? What if, what, what other people would think? And that negative ants was like, just always like taking over my life. And yeah. it ran my life. I think, uh, I, I think, mother. <laughs> <laughs> everyone has fear though. Mm -hmm. Not everyone's going to admit it, but I think mm -hmm. everyone has fear. Yeah. And, I need and another word besides think now. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this um, thing that, Bob Proctor uh, recites every morning, and he said that he uh, studied it for a long time. And it's in my uh, front, you know, my home screen. So yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm going to read it. Yeah, read it. It says, my mind is a center of divine operation. The divine operation is always for expansion and fuller expression. And this means the production of something beyond what has gone before. Something entirely new, not included in the past experience, 
though proceeding out of it by an orderly sequence of growth. Therefore, since the divine cannot change its inherent nature, it must operate in the same manner with me. Consequently, in my own special world, of which I am the center, it will move forward to produce new conditions, always in advance of any that have gone before. It's long. Yeah, it's long. <laughs> but wait, what does he say this in? He he said it in one of the podcasts. He, it's uh um, he's he talked about some author that wrote a book that he reads every time and uh, he Napo- re- Napoleon Hill, right? Uh, I think Napoleon. Hill. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, no, it's not Napoleon Hill. Uh, it is. He's not got that little who, book. No, not Bob, the, Bob Proctor. Yeah, but um, no, he, it's not Napoleon Hill that he he said it was. Uh, let me let me. Let now me look now we're looking, huh? Yeah. <laughs> My. Oh, but uh, anyways, he he was talking about that, and he said that when he first read that book, yeah, and it was he, Think and Grow Rich, wasn't it? That was that was the book he always he always had with him. Yeah, yeah. Napoleon Hill, Think and Grow Rich. Okay, let's go with that. But um, he he said that um, he studied that that quote for since the beginning of of uh, his his whole life, where he you know realized finally realized that you know like everything is always expanding, meaning that nothing repeats itself in the past. You, it only proceeds out of it. You know, because it's. Do you read that to yourself every day? Every day. Every single what, what do you get from it? Like, what's the meaning that um, I can't repeat the, th- the same things that I did in the past? Okay. No matter what I do now, it will always proceed out of it. Meaning that not just I learn from the past, but the past things that happened to me or the past things that I have acquired and learned based upon the memories that I have in my mind would proceed out of it, meaning that it's going to build something new. You know, it's like taking certain stuff. Okay. You know, along the way of your life path, you're taking stuff and then you're building something new. But do you feel like you're hindered by your past at times? Um, Not now. Before it used to. It used but, to take over me. But what, 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 what from your past would stop you? My fear of, um, of, of failing. Of blowing out your knee? <laughs> there you go yeah no uh but um like but, in everything but, but okay so no no but let's let's uh, uh let me just try to understand this so your feel of failing would come to you but why like did you fail at something or do you feel like you are always a f- like you were always failing uh i failed at something and then i got in trouble and like what age though if you don't mind i don't want you don't have to give me details but just curious on when that happened in your life eight so super young yeah, and you remember yeah, yeah i remember it all like if i if i do something and i fucked up i get punished for it so it's kind of like it it became a subconscious feeling where like if i fail at something i'm gonna have uh you know something coming back for me okay you know like something behind my back is gonna get me so uh, that's why i was always afraid to try something new because i'm gonna fail at it and not only that what what came to me you know, like since I bought also like podcast gear too, um, my girl was telling me like, "Oh, you know, I'm not an expert in anything," and I'm like, "Well, everybody start out as not an expert. Well, They're who, a beginner. I mean, everybody's a beginner. I don't know. I, I think that's 
that's one of those things where we want to be an expert in something and we yeah. put too much stress on ourselves, right? Yeah, exactly. But ultimately, you can become an expert, but you got to put time and effort to it, right? Yeah, you got to study. Yeah. Uh, like, you really have to study. Like, um, a great example is like software, you know, like, uh, I don't tell you this, but I look at, I was looking at that uh, video you edited where uh, you take those little clips and you put the fucking sunglasses yeah. and shit. Uh-huh. Now, when you watch it, it looks effortless. Yeah. It does. But when you sit there, like when I sit there in front of my computer and I'm over here like trying to use Logic Pro Cut or Logic <laughs> X, or like I literally to try open, the, uh, open the app one time. I was like, what the fuck? So I had to like saying like, okay, Corral, take a step back. So you know mm-hmm. what I did? I was like, I'm going to go watch like six intro videos on YouTube just mm-hmm. so I know what I'm looking at and what to do. And then the only thing is like when we, when we talk about activity or inactivity is you got to put an effort into trying to do it. Yeah. It's going to suck the first couple yeah, times, right? Exactly. And then uh, o- overall, the ultimate goal of actually achieving a better um, understanding to things is making it effortlessly. I think that's the ultimate goal, to yeah. make it make it easier for you. But ult- it's fucking hard for other people. But people would think that it's easy. It's the same thing as, like you say, the working out, the fucking Arnold, Arnold Schwarzenegger thing. Like, bro, like it took years to develop that it right. doesn't take overnight you just don't do that overnight that's no. impossible and yeah. if you did probably grew in a fucking lab <laughs> you know yeah but i think every, i think all of life is like that right mm-hmm. everything you do yeah like you every do something you once do. like even riding a bike right mm-hmm. like you start off with training wheels because you don't know how to ride that shit and yeah. sooner or later you're jumping off the curb and yeah you don't even have to think about it it's yeah. the same thing as uh driving a car you yeah. don't even think about driving and yet Fuck, like sometimes dude. you get home, you're like, fuck, how did I get home? Yeah, like, how did I get here? Like, we just, I just turn on this street and I'm already home. Like, what the hell? Yeah. <laughs> you, um, is that the only thing? Um, do you have any mantras or anything written on your phone that you read? Oh, yeah. yeah. I, I, I read affirmations, what, like, like, you know, um, what's, of, a, what's a couple lines from them that, that always stick out to you? Uh, one of them is, um, today is going to be a good day for me and I will come and, you know, try to make something new. That's okay. one one of the things that yeah, I, I know. I have a whole like I I read these every day, but I have a whole bunch. But I do have something. I I have something that says something amazing will happen to me tomorrow. Yeah, but I say that to me at night when I go to bed. Yeah, um, because it reminds you like, oh, okay, like uh, tomorrow's a new day, so something amazing is yeah, gonna happen. Yeah, you know what I try to do is I try to look at like my past traumas, mm-hmm. and then figure out that you know like. I hate to say it, but they always say I wasn't supposed to make it past 25, right? Mm-hmm. And so I always feel like I'm here for a reason. Yeah. Right? So Definitely. Like I, I always have to remind myself, like, I'm here for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but one of my favorite ones is, like, uh, and I think we've talked about this at some point, but I always t- uh, I have written that, like, inner talk is 95% of your emotion. Definitely. I understand. Yeah, that, that, that's like, true. But that's a fucking lot. 95% yeah. of your emotions come from the way you talk about yourself. Yeah, definitely. Right? Mm-hmm. And yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a an important important thing to actually know where your thoughts are coming from. You know, um, people always never really. I think they talk about it right now. People are not like they're more in a reactive mindset. They react instead of uh, give me an example. Give me an other? example. Like like in, ex- in what sense? For for example, like um, when you're driving, okay, you know someone cuts you off, you react, you react angrily. You know, you I don't. I tell you my secret. Yeah, I know. 
<laughs> they they have to go but that's the process you know like you have to you have to know your emotions okay it's okay to you know you could feel that emotion but you know for you to actually just blow out and try to fucking cut that guy off too get a fight <laughs> yeah and get into a fucking fight road rage and all that stuff you know like once you start subtracting that like you you kind of become more aware yeah. you're conscious you're consciously um you know looking at things in a different perspective like um uh, now actually i'm listening to a new book it's called inner engineering okay by um sadguru and he said that res- responsibility everybody doesn't res- uh you know hold responsibility of their their life because if you break down responsibility it is response ability, ability. yeah <laughs> right I'm fucking with you i just fucking with right? you right no but it's true okay it's true so it's, certain things happen in your life people just react they don't they don't uh take a a short minute to like respond in a conscious way wait so like it's a, so you're saying it's a response to your ability to do what no to to handle in any situation instead of like okay if someone did me wrong right you just react or you're gonna get angry that's that's it but a responsible person would have the ability to respond to that action that they did towards them to empathize or try to understand the whole situation right okay instead of instead of just saying oh you fucked up on my part you know you you hurt me so i'm going to fucking hurt you back instead of saying like okay like maybe that guy is actually hurt or maybe something's been bothering him or maybe like something in their life is fucked up you know yeah but is that give them justification for No, hurting. it doesn't. Yeah. It doesn't give them justification of their actions, but you can choose. Everybody always has that fork road where like, you know, they can choose whether to hurt the person back and get even or they can choose the other way by actually, you know, okay, understanding but at the same time not sticking with I that choose emotion. Violence. I choose violence. <laughs> I choose violence. What's that name? It's from a movie. <laughs> it's from a- I don't want peace. I, I want, want war. Violence. No, I want violence. You haven't seen that? He says, "I don't want peace. I want war." <laughs> <Yeah>. Always. <laughs> but like uh he he talked about that a lot where like, you know, you make the conscious decision of not sticking to the reactive side. Because yeah. uh majority of the time when we like that dopamine hit too where like when we see something negative it's a dopamine hit too you I, know? I think all of that triggers you right? some way right so it it wires you in a different where way where like you actually look for the negative shit so like for example someone got robbed like they you saw it in the news or you saw it in in Instagram and there's a video of it and nobody did shit and you're like fuck that's fucked up that's a reactive response instead of saying like oh, okay like um uh, Well, we're wired to want drama though. Yeah, like, it's, it's weird. True. We're we're wired to 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 see all the negatives. Well, well, that's why the news is they don't want to show you how many positive stories in the news you're going to see like <sighs> maybe like 5%. If you're lucky, right? Yeah. Most of the stuff is negative, right? Yeah. And it, and then it just makes you like uncon That's why I stopped watching the news cuz I'm like fuck that, you yeah. know? Because it brings out your emotion quick, very fast. It's like, oh, like if something bad happens, like your emotion comes out. Yeah. And you could see that what you happened. Start, you start getting nervous and worried. Yeah. Like, I think you start, I don't want to call it victim mentality per se, but you start worrying about being a victim of it, right? Uh-huh. Yeah. Right, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so I think it just, and then what it does, it uh, you build this fence, 
and now your job is to protect everything behind the fence and so now you're not looking at things objectively you're you're on the defense mm-hmm, mm-hmm. right and then not only you building a fence or a wall is that why you gotta say a wall the <laughs> <laughs> but um the the thing is like people always seek freedom but they always build a fence or a wall around them and you know when you build a fence and a wall around you there's no freedom to that. I always found that interesting uh, when it comes to homes. You know, like people. Yeah. Like, so I'm lucky my block, no one has a fence. I don't know if yeah. you noticed. Yeah. Um, you have books outside and nobody steals it. Nobody. Well. <laughs> no, you, dude. Somebody. Like, you don't give a fuck. No. Somebody. <laughs> motherfucker. Somebody stole my light inside. You don't have like a. Oh, yeah. The, the bulb too. No, it's like a. Um, I kind of an Amazon, but. It's a motion light, so when you open the door, uh-huh. when it's dark out, it lights it up, so you can see the books. Uh-huh. Somebody fucking stole it. Maybe he needs. To- Dude, he needed that two dollar <laughs> light. That's what I said. I was like, okay, man. He, need, he needs to put it on his fucking tent, <sighs> man, bro. Dude, I was like, it's like <laughs> never yeah. again. Never mind. No, I don't know. I, I, I don't know. That's. Did just- you see the video of them taking it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Damn. I know who it was too. Like I've seen him walk down the street before. Mm. So. Have you ever confronted him? Um, you know, like I wanted to, I, I want to be like, Hey motherfucker, I need my light back. But like, is it worth two bucks? Mm-hmm. You know, See, like, you, you made the, uh, conscious decision of not confronting him because not only it will stir up something, it, it's but like, it's not even worth it. It's like that movie. I don't know what it's called, but, um, shit. And the guy's like saying like, Oh, there's that guy. He owes me, he owes me $10, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and then the other guy says, well, do you like him? He's like, no, no, I hate that guy. I don't ever want to talk to him again. He's like, then you got off cheap for ten dollars, <laughs> right? So it's all perspective. Yeah, it is. It you is. Know? So it's all. I think it's all perspective. Now you want to. I think you don't want to have too many losses. Like you don't want to like. Oh yeah, Jeff. You want to borrow a hundred grand here? You know. <laughs> well, that's that's on your part. That's your fault. Where's Jeff at? You know. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I think you have to be smart about what you're doing per se. But but sometimes you can gauge uh, people's um, respect towards you by doing that. And I think that's not really a complete loss. It's just that you know who to trust now. Yeah, I think I, I, one of the things I wrote down that I always, I, I've never really heard of, but I always think it's so important. I put that, uh, uh, I always try to remind myself, I say, like, I will not chase approval, but I will always do my best. Yeah, that's one of the, the four agreements. You know, is it? It's the last one. Always do your best. Yeah. So, I I mean, I have a bunch of, I have a bunch of stuff I write and I tell myself, you know, but mm-hmm. I think it's important. Like if you realize that 95% of the things that you tell yourself affect you somehow. Yeah, it does. And uh, if you have the responsibility of like, okay, like those are my thoughts and I take ownership of it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, what am I going to do with it? You know? And if you actually do that, I think you would have a better life. And and also try not to um, overthink things and take things personally. Wow, coming from you, huh? Yeah, I know. (laughs) No, but like I break things down to make it simple, you know, like overthinking is actually like when you keep rerunning the same thing every time. I don't know if it's, do you think it's the same thing? Because I think when I think about overthinking, I start thinking of a hundred different scenarios, Mm -hmm. but most of the time they're not good. Yeah, but they come in, they go in the same uh, category as negative. No, 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 100%. I think yeah. most of the time we overthink it's negative. Mm-hmm. I think uh, if you overthink positive thoughts, I think you're just uh, like preparing yourself to have the positive. Yeah, like you're doing, your um, 
like you're doing your positive mantras like you should, right? You know what's the craziest shit, though, is that when I got this new job position, and it's fucking great. I love it. You love it? You Good. Know, yeah, I yeah. Love, I love this job position, and and I'm more motivated to go to work every fucking single time, even though it's at 6 o'clock in the morning. I don't care. Dude, it's like that custodian job, I'm telling yeah, you. Yeah, but um, beforehand, before I got the job, I already visualized, and I, I put my emotions to it because remember when Jim Quick said, we're not logical beings were biological meaning that we run our um thinking through emotions okay yeah Yeah. because our brain is wired that way you know we it's it's such a complex you know system where just certain um chemicals fire off and then it makes us happy or it makes us sad yeah you know so anyways i felt that emotion of okay like i'm already there I'm in front of the computer. I'm already doing the job. I'm on the job. And that's how I felt. Yeah. You know, I, I, I did that. I had that visualization of saying like, oh, I'm already there. And finally I got it. I was like, the fuck? So it was, and, and, and it's funny because my feeling, I didn't feel happy nor sad. I, I felt like it was just natural. It's supposed to happen. Well, dude, I don't know if it's supposed to happen, but you if you put in all this work to get there, mm-hmm. it didn't just happen. You made Yeah, it. yeah, yeah, of course. I think you have to realize yeah. like like you made that happen. Mm-hmm. But, but I uh, you could have easily gone the other way. Yeah, 100% cuz I've been sitting here across from you, you could easily be like I hate this job, I hate these people, fuck it, I want to do something else. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. Um in hindsight, since the only way you you actually learn something is through hindsight. So in hindsight, I actually, you know, saw everything that happened is like i got comfortable with the stressful situation that i was in you know i made it like as comfortable as possible okay. and you know i got used to it even though the the whole thing is shitty my job was shitty in la uh but when i started getting comfortable that's when i'm like fuck man it's it's normal it's like a routine now so what life did was like oh, okay it's time for you to upgrade since you know that you're grateful for that gratitude is one of them feeling that you deserve it is one of them and also visualizing is one of them to get the manifestation that you need that you wanted in your life those are the three pillars of manifestation that i realized okay so i was i was grateful for my job even though it was she was shitty yeah i mean i see the negative stuff but hey you know it's something i think you just got to learn something from all those situations right yeah definitely it's easy to get complacent somewhere because you sit there and you go like, ah, I can do this job. My eyes closed. Mm. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And so, um, I think, you know, when you climb a mountain, you got to realize that every peak has a valley. Yeah. Right. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So you climb, you climb one peak, you got to know you got to come down at some point. Mm-hmm. And so you just have to prepare yourself when yeah. you're in that valley to, to, to make another climb. Mm-hmm. And one thing too, is that you ever, ever thought of the things that you, you accomplished and then you think about, the beginning part of it you ever you ever gone there i think i've looked back i think i think <laughs> motherfucker i've looked back especially with school like you sit there and be like oh i should have gave a better effort but when, yeah. when you're in it you don't realize it. you're just like fuck i just want to get this school over with yeah right? yeah yeah but later you're like man i should have gave a better effort better effort mm-hmm. so i think hindsight's always um Something that makes you, it should make you better in the future. Mm-hmm. That's that's what the the um, quote is, is that your past is supposed to be a reminder for you to become better in your future. 
So yeah. you're forever expanding. You're never contracting. Everything's always an expense. Yeah, sometimes that's sometimes that's not good though. Why? Like I know the way I see it is, uh, I always remember uh, like when I was a kid, I wanted, I wanted like I always told myself like, man, one day I want to be able to buy any cereal I want. Mm-hmm. So we used to get just non-name brand cereal because yeah. it was like a dollar back then. I don't fucking mm-hmm. know, right? And so, but then. You work towards that, but then you're always affected by that, uh, by that, like the that situation you had when you were young, or any of those traumas you had when you were young. They always come back. Mm-hmm. Definitely, in my but in my opinion, yeah, they'll definitely come back. But you're not starting off from scratch. If it does happen again, or if it does come again, you're not coming from scratch. You 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 can proceed out of it because you already have the hindsight and the memory of like how did you get out of it. You know, grinding. Yeah, exactly. There you go. You, yeah. you work hard, and that that was the only way, and and that's the only way. Or you could actually improve from it. Maybe you could have some life hacks. You know, life hacks. Yeah. I mm-hmm. think you just have to take moments that you go through now and compare them to how you used to think ten years ago. Yeah, definitely. Right? And then, that's what I do all the time. Yeah, me too. And I'm and I've told you the story before about going out to dinner. With a customer, and he told me to slow down because I was mm-hmm. eating too fast, yeah, right? Yeah. I, I always remind myself that, like, when he said, like, hey, man, slow down, you already, you made it. You made it, yeah. Yeah, he goes, we're in a restaurant where only 2% of the people can afford. Mm-hmm. He goes, you made it, slow down. Mm-hmm. And I always have to remind myself, right, because I'm always like, fuck, like, I didn't make it yet. You ever you ever thought about, um, like, if you're going through a shitty moment, like, at the present moment, you know, uh, you ever um, remind yourself that, this will pass. Ooh, I almost said it. <laughs> I almost said it. <laughs> I think. I think. <laughs> Fuck, You're I'm fucking trying, itching I'm, to I say know, it. I know. I'm trying to find another word. I'm I concur. To, I concur. <laughs> no, fuck, fuck that think word. Uh, often, oftentimes, <laughs> now I feel like I'm writing a fucking paper. I feel like I'm writing a paper. Right, fucking alumni over here, fucker. <laughs> I'm writing a paper and I'm trying to like to paraphrase in my sentence before. Mm-hmm. Okay, what was the question? So the question is that when you're going through a painful or grueling moment or like a shitty situation in the current present, do you ever remind yourself how far you've gone through? No, no. I just know. Some like if it's really bad, somebody has it worse. Oh, so that's your that's your um motivation to yeah. We we just compl- we fucking complain too much. Like yeah, we do. Like we're able. Like if you're able, body and willing, we complain too much, man. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we complain about disability, f- about physical things that we have mm-hmm. that don't that aren't right, or that people complain. We complain too fucking much. And then that sh- those complaints manifest itself and become reality. Well, well, if you just if you're just always beating yourself down, mm-hmm. that's what's gonna happen. Yeah. You're just gonna beat yourself down. Yeah. Remember um, that book "Can't Hurt Me" by David Goggins. Yeah. So, it's a great book. It's a fucking great book. Uh, yeah. It makes me feel like a bitch, though. But um, like but you do have to realize, there's a scale. Life has a scale, mm-hmm. and and everyone falls on the scale. Mm-hmm. If you're a, let's say on a scale from one to hundred, if you're David Goggins is like one fifty. Yeah. No, no. You. Yeah, it's true. You have to realize that that he's a one fifty guy. You're. Mm -hmm. We're on a one to a hundred. He's a one fifty guy. But what he's telling you is like, you have 
the only person responsible for your your growth and your ability to be somebody is you. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, let's say you get a mentor or you find someone that helps you. That That's okay. You still have to commit the time yourself to go see that person or do things with that person or hang out or learn. You still have to make yourself open-minded to learn. Mm-hmm. That's what David Goggins is yeah. telling you. But he's a 150 fucking yeah. guy. But what I'm getting to is um, what I've learned from him. And then what I reminded myself was... Don't say stay hard. No, 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 not stay hard. Is uh, when when I hurt myself. Remember when I hurt my hand? Uh-huh. Um, so the ambulance came and... Um, yeah, they looked at me stupid, but I was in fucking pain. Oh, my hand fucking hurt, bro. Bad. But the one of the EMTs was like, hey, you want morphine? I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, and it's like, do you want the full blown or half? I'm like, just half. And he's like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. And um, I've completely regretted it. But actually, now I didn't regret it. Because, you wanted the full? Because, no. <laughs> so what happened was, like, the reason why I said half is because I remember David Goggins. Remember the time when he ran 100 miles in fucking less than 24 hours? And he was, like, in the bathtub, you know, yes. he was in pain. And he said it was the best thing that ever happened to him in his life. Which was like, fuck. Uh, but for me, I was like, dude, I want to feel this pain because I was an idiot. So what I did is that I felt that whole pain. I did. Like, I, I regretted it, like, not taking the morphine because, but that's an easy way out. But for me, I was like, you know what? I don't feel this shit. I was like, it's my fucking idiot self and I will remember this. And up to now, I remember it. I was like, fuck, never do that again. But at the same time, it's like, dude, life is uh, compilations of different emotions and different pains and agonies and happiness, whatever. Everything combined, right? And what is the greatest motivation of all? Pain. Pain is you one think of so? the... better? Well, one, one of the, the great motivations is pain. You know what's weird is you say that, and so I start thinking, like, so if... If um if pleasure and pain hit the brain in the same area, mm-hmm. then both pleasure and pain and pain should make you feel the same, right? So I think mm-hmm. that's why we talk about like you should always celebrate your victories because mm-hmm. that's pleasure. Yeah, right. Yeah, because uh, when you go through pain, you're kind of you're kind of um, relating the dopamine part of your brain because that's the scientific form. It's like you know you actually when when a dopamine gets you know, released in your brain, it's a feeling of pleasure. Yeah. So you're trying to tie in that, that dopamine hit to the pain that you're, you're dealing with. So for example, like when, when, when I was talking earlier about, um, you know, uh, people tend to tie in the wrong part of success. They only tie in a dopamine hit to the results instead of the process of getting there. You get me? Okay. So, like, usually people always say, like, oh, if I get this job or if, if I get ripped, that's when I get happy. No, what, what about if you're doing the process, if you're taking one step at a time, fucking treat yourself or, you know, get that dopamine hit, bro. Like, fucking, like, you know, so that it'll motivate you to, to journey that thousand miles. But it's most of the time. But do you, think, do you think most of the time people feel that way because those things are all physical uh, like um, you can see them, right? Because I always feel um, we put so much effort, like let's say being ripped, 
mm-hmm. or if I, if I get this job or if I have this car or if I wear this suit. Mm-hmm. But oftentimes that's because we can see that. Mm-hmm. Like we don't see the inner workings, right? Like mm-hmm. you ever met someone like, and you're like, what the fuck? I need some of that. Co-. Like sometimes I see people at the gym wearing some shit. I'm like, damn, I need some of that fucking confidence. Yeah. You know? Yeah, fucking all that, that string <laughs> string tank top. <laughs> Just some shit people wear, and I'm like, damn. Yeah. But then when I look at that, I start to realize, like, okay, I'm over here calling myself a fucking fat ass. Mm-hmm. This guy don't give a shit, you yeah. know? Yeah. And he, he's he's uh, confident because he knows that he has it, and not only that, there's people supporting him for that. <laughs> that's almost, I feel like that's part of the reason why people who can fight or do anything that's semi-violent don't look for fights because they know what it they know what that's like Mm -hmm. inside right yeah because uh for people who to to be an expert on something you gotta know both sides you can't just know one for example don't give me the fucking gardener in the war and the no 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 no, no. negative no um (laughs) now you got me fucking thinking but um in order like one example is like in order for you to experience true joy true happiness you must know the dark because you, if you only know the light all the time, you can't, there's no contrast. You can't compare anything. So that's, that's what happens. Like usually the most, um, the people who went through the most grueling past and painful past are like sometimes the most happiest because they understand that, okay, I'm grateful that I got out of it, you know? And and not only that, I would give other people the best because I know how it feels to be in that situation. But do you think that's, do you, motherfucker, I swear to God. <laughs> do you think, no, you said you think, you, did, you didn't say I think. Okay, same okay. shit. Yeah. <laughs> I always wonder because we put so much emphasis on that, like that underdog story. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with that. No, but what I want, well, I guess what's the other one? I need some overdog stories. Okay, the overdog story is that everybody is not exempt from pain or suffering. 100%. So everybody has a different threshold of pain and suffering. But, but Yours I, is higher than mine. In, in my opinion, yours is higher than mine. And for some people, I'm higher than theirs. So, you know, like everybody has their darkness. Yeah, I just feel that where we go wrong is we compare ourselves. Yeah, but like, you should compare yourself from your past, not everybody else. I think you should just compare yourself where you're at today. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I think if we compare ourselves to people or like, oh, uh, you don't know, you don't know how hard life is. You didn't have to go through what I went through. That's what people say, right? Yeah. I hate that. I hate that too. Because you're the worst event in your life could be minimal to someone else's. It's mm-hmm. almost like classic cars, right? Like when I said, I said, hey, you want to buy my Lambo for a hundred grand? <laughs> Somebody that hates a Lambo will be like, fucking hate Lambos, bro. Yeah. You know, I want a Ferrari. <laughs> You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's all like it's I all think, perspective. Well, I think we just compare ourselves too much, and I think really the comparison should be made inside. Mm-hmm. Like you should be like, "Hey, am I doing better than I was last year, or worse?" And that's okay because sometimes, like I said, every every hill has a peak and valley and so forth, right? Mm-hmm. And sometimes you're just not doing as good as you were before. But instead of like trying to say like, "Okay, I need to get back to where I was before," you should be like, "Okay, I need to get back. I need to get better. So what do I got to do to get there?" Yeah. Because then you start reaching backwards. Mm-hmm. And then you shouldn't worry about other people. Like, you shouldn't um, compare yourself to other people because ultimately, if you, they have this proverb, 
um, the sun and the moon don't fucking, you know, try to compare each other. They just both shine. They just do it, right? Well, the moon shines because yeah, of because the of the sun. But I'm just <laughs> saying, like, uh, you know, it's it's just that they just do what they do. Yeah, you know, like they just exist, and yet they're still seen. So fucking do your thing, bro. Like, and some do, people love the moon, and some people love the sun. Exactly. Right? Yeah. I mean. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a it's a perspective way where you know you shouldn't be comparing yourself to other people because other people have different realities and not only that they have different worlds. So the best person to compare yourself with is you. Yes, so that you could proceed out of becoming better. You know, yeah, I th- but you do have to put the work in. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Give yourself that dopamine hit of putting your work in, and but make sure you tie into it. You know, it's like uh, you know I got that camera. And uh, it says on there, the only way to get better at it is to just take a picture every day. So I think I take one picture every day, yeah. some random picture. It's like Mario. <laughs> yeah. So do, you, no. do you go hike out, out to no, fucking no. Mojave Desert Fuck. and shit? Fuck, Fuck fucking dude. Mario, bro. Mario. Dude, Mario, Mario <laughs> I was dude. talking to him a couple weeks ago, uh-huh. and he lost his fucking drone over the water. Oh, <laughs> damn. <laughs> the drone that he brought? Yeah. brought? Yeah. Oh, damn. He, he already got a new one because I seen the video he posted, but uh-huh. yeah. But you know, like uh, there's sacrifices, yeah, you know, for you, you to you get that, know. that shot. Yeah, you, you know, you know the risk. So that was one of the risks. And he's like, uh, I take responsibility of it. It was kind of, it was kind of funny when he was telling me. But that. I do like his fucking pictures, though. I yeah. think you know, like, uh, but why do you, do you take pictures now? Like, what what's what inspired you to do so? Uh, well, we were having we were going to set up our cameras for the show before, uh-huh. right? And I just thought we'd have to have a better setup, but. Um, I think the only way you get better at learning how to work a camera is to use it because you can watch a thousand tutorial. Man, fuck, dude! You go on YouTube, mm-hmm. you can, you can find a thousand videos, and everyone's got a difference of opinion. Mm-hmm. It's like I almost circle it back to this whole diet thing we were talking about. Mm-hmm. There's a thousand diets, you know, and you'll you'll find a person that oh, I love keto, I love paleo, I love this, I love fasting, mm-hmm. right? and it may not work for you. Yeah, and that's okay. You have to give it a try, though. Yeah, you gotta try it, and then. From there, you could tailor the things that are good for you and then make your own diet or well, make your own what's way What's trial of and things. error? Like, I'll give you an example of real quick on the diet. So, like, uh, I've tried fasting. Like, I would not eat, like, after 6 and then not eat the next day till, like, 12 or 1. Right? And, and I'm okay. Like, Yeah, that's. That, it, I think that was normal. <laughs> yeah, it, but I was gaining weight. Yeah, that's weird. and I think because my body oh. was like, "Hey, dude, you fucking had an eight all day. We're gonna hold on to this food, <laughs> right?" I yeah, think. and so and you were working out the same. Yeah, the same. Oh shit! And so uh, it didn't work. And uh-huh. then um, I tried working out like twice a day, but then I I think I was um, burning too many calories and not not taking in enough calories, which I think is a, a common problem that people do. Mm-hmm. You have to have a, a caloric deficit to lose weight, mm-hmm. but you can't. You can't work out so much and not eat enough where your body's going to be like, hey. Start breaking down. Yeah, start yeah. breaking down. Mm-hmm. So I figured that what worked for me is I stopped eating like past seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't eat at seven. But if if I wake up in the morning, I'm hungry, I'll eat. If I'm not, I won't. Mm, okay. Yeah. I have been doing, have been drinking Bulletproof Coffee, which is kind of cool. Ooh. 
Yeah. That's that's uh I used to do that too, put them in butter. Ghee butter, yeah. Ghee butter. Yeah, ghee butter. <laughs> it's weird, dude. <laughs> True story. I went to I went to the Amazon Fresh store to look for but, ghee butter cuz I Which Amazon Fresh store? Right here in Whittier. Oh shit. Yeah. Okay, so I go in there and my dumb ass is like in the butter section. Uh-huh. Looking in the butter fucking <laughs> Like what the fuck they don't have it here cuz I went online and said they had it. Mm-hmm. And so then um if you ever been to the store, they have like little uh, Alexas at the end of the aisle. Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, they have a bunch of cameras. Yeah, yeah. And so shit, I'm like, yeah. hey Alexa, where's the ghee, where's the ghee butter? And like, it's on aisle one, but it's not even in the fridge. It's just outside. But it's I yeah. guess not. It's grass fed, mm-hmm. clarified butter. Yeah, so it doesn't expire. Yeah, so I put butter with uh, some MCT that I get from work. Does it give you the shits? No, I don't. Well, if you okay, it'll give you the shits if you're fucking pouring on MCT oil. That's a <laughs> lubricant, bro. <laughs> It's like WD-40. Yeah, yeah, what do you think it's going to fucking do? <laughs> but you know what's so crazy? I did that before. I need to get back on a, that train again because uh, when I took MCT oil with my coffee, I had clarity. Like My mind was just firing. Like, boom, boom, boom. Oh, you think so? Yeah. Oh. I, felt, I felt that way. And not only that. I not all MCT oil is the same. You know yeah, that, right? Yeah. Well, you know, not everything is all the same because no. you, you have a fucking lab where you can actually <laughs> test it out. Be like, oh shit! I'll get you the, the purest form. I'll get you the right shit because yeah. some of the some of those things are just not that great for you. Oh really? Yeah. Well, what do they mix with it? Uh, well, they just um, there's different chains that they use, so different fractions. Some use uh, different compounds. Uh-huh. But uh-huh. I'll get you. I'll get you some stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. cool, man. Thank you. But I've been trying sure. to do that. Like only like if I want to have coffee in the morning, mm-hmm. like I'll just make quote unquote like bulletproof coffee okay right but if i'm hungry i'll eat if i'm not i won't oh okay you know and so i think that's really work work better for me mm-hmm. but i think you have to kind of uh experiment well you have to talk yourself into that too right like yeah. always remember like your 95 percent of your inner your emotions come from inner talk yeah right? yeah it starts with the thoughts that you come up with and then it becomes your emotions it gets processed through your emotions and your actions is decided through your emotions, whatever. Yeah. But it you, always goes in that cycle. You can out eat a good, a good, you know, you can outwork yourself like yeah. uh, from a diet and from a diet perspective, right? Like I can make a meal. It's like a home, like one of those meals that I, that I post one of those meals, probably like 300, 320 calories. Mm-hmm. And so is a fucking cupcake. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, a, yeah, that's yeah. the weird thing. It's, right? it's either you you pick which one is uh, it's either pleasure or you know the actual logic logical way of thinking of it. Yeah, you know, I sometimes. always think about that with juices, right? Because mm-hmm. you know I read the juice label and it's bro. Like, I did that shit what? for fucking straight uh, a week and I was miserable, bro. Oh, the juicing? Yeah, bro. I was like. Fuck. This no, I, no I always mad. find it funny because it's I was like always mad you were yeah I, I just read the label and it's like this little juice bottle this 12 ounce juice bottle got 18 apples three peaches mm-hmm. you know like mango i'm like yeah fucking right i can't even eat two apples <laughs> <laughs> but they they take out the fiber it's just the water content dude and then, you're yeah. better off eating eating it, apples. yeah it's it's much more filling and it's actually satisfying because you're chewing something can you imagine eating 18 apples fuck bro <laughs> You'll be the whole tree. <laughs> but anyways, what how did what have you learned through the process of you taking pictures every morning? No, or no, every day. Uh, I take one picture a day. So I just you work on different things like ISO, but you end up appreciating people who take good pictures, right? Yeah, like you're like fuck. It's really a skill. It's like yeah. anything, right? You start and then and then you know one thing. Uh, before we I came here, we were watching the fight, 
one thing I noticed too is that you start observing everything, like based based upon the things that you do. So you were you were observing, you were judging the fight, and you're not even a fucking judge. You're like, oh, this is the score, and then if if the score is this way, he got robbed. I was like, okay, yeah, because yeah. you're 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 very passionate about it. Well, you when when you judge a fight, it's different from watching a fight. Mm-hmm, yeah. So like I I have to tell myself like sometimes I'll judge them on Twitter, right? Mm-hmm. Like I'll judge them round by round live mm-hmm. because it helps me, but. Sometimes some fights I'm like I'm not judging I want to watch it. Yeah, okay. but, but then I'm like oh. But uh, you you end up <laughs> fucking judging it too. Uh, you know it's I don't know man. It's a, it's it becomes a, a habit. It's the same thing for me like when I watch videos like uh, like cinematic videos like oh shit how did it get the camera that way? What filter did it use? Oh shit what what yeah. like what that angle? So, all that stuff is so crazy shit. man. It's, like it's so it looks so effortless but I know. It's a lot of work because I you think know. you also have to realize that some of those people have a team of people doing. Oh yeah, that, definitely. Right? So yeah. like, what, like, um, I no <laughs> fucking lie. I uh, I recorded a video. Like I was like, I'm gonna record a video and edit it, right? Mm-hmm. And so, <laughs> I, you know, it's weird because you hear all these, uh, you watch all these videos and talking about B roll and this roll mm-hmm. and that roll, and you record like literally like I recorded an hour of video to make a three minute video. <laughs> but yeah. But that's just how it goes. That, yeah. And so what that makes me realize, like some of these YouTube cr- content creators, I mean, they got a lot of people working on it. Yeah, don't, don't get it wrong. Mm-hmm. It's not just them. They've got someone holding their camera. Mm-hmm. I've got somebody doing stuff. But it's like a lot of work. Yeah. You have to have uh, like people who want to participate in your vision. Yeah. You know, that's really what I want to do is like yeah. I want to start doing videos. Yeah. But I was like, uh, I-, I had this whole setup rigged for us, you know. Uh-huh. But, here. Oh, they're they're talking family (laughs) problems over there. But so it's um, but it's like a lot of work. It is. It is. It's a lot of work. Even just like the those small um, reels and Instagram. Like remember um, that video I sent you. It's about uh, Trevor Wallace. He's a comedian, and then he's talking about motivational podcast. No, (laughs) no, it's. You gotta send it to me again. No, I, I sent it to you, and you fucking laughed at it, dude. I just so many shit you sent me. <laughs> but he's like, you know, he, I'm still in shock at that guy spitting on the. <laughs> I can bear everyone. But he was uh, this guy. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. It's like everything fucking. Negative. So so he he does those like small things, but I know it took him a lot of fucking times to actually have the most funniest bits in there you know like it took him a lot of like rehearsal or maybe like uh you know random just conversation to make it funny yeah it's weird even uh so i'll sometimes at night i'll sit and i'll watch uh like freestyle rap videos you know uh-huh. yeah. and i'll watch funk flex <laughs> and okay every every so often he'll be like oh that was one take and i was and then i started realizing like oh shit i thought that all these guys did it on one take they don't. No, they don't. But it's so crazy, yeah. right? Like we don't realize it because the editing and the cutting is so well. Mm-hmm. Even like when I when I watch videos on like doing podcasts with video, mm-hmm. um, they have one camera here, one camera here, mm-hmm. and they cut back and forth. You and know? not only that, they have another third camera for like both of them. You know, so it goes back and forth. Yeah, yeah. Now, now sometimes they're moving around too fucking much. And like, <laughs> yeah, fucking, you're like trying to fucking, keep up. You're like, I'm what the Blair, fuck? fucking Blair Witch Project <laughs> shit. I'm like, who's <laughs> who's talking? Who's recording this shit? Yeah. You but, know, but it's uh, it, all those things rec- are just a lot of work, and I think we take it for granted now because they're so plentiful. Yeah, 
there's so many so sometimes you'll go on there and you'll find a video of like somebody with their fucking doing a youtube video with their phone and you're sitting there being a critic like motherfucker yeah the phone's not even right yeah. and you know what one one thing that i always think about in my mind like to not give a fuck what other people say because uh is um critics are the ones who are not doing anything because um people who are busy with their own thing they don't criticize because they're they, they don't have the time to criticize your own work <laughs> so you know successful people it also coincides with successful people are too busy doing their own shit so that they don't have time to criticize others this, this is a great um do you bring this up i read this book and it was like 92 i think it was 92 ways to talk to anybody or something and um you got for, forgive me whoever she is she, uh, the writer who wrote it she she was talking about a particular situation when she was at a dinner mm -hmm. and i never forgot it. i read this and i've always i always remembered and i always thought it was very important but she was at a table with a bunch of high level thinkers and people and they're having a dinner i think you mentioned this yeah it, i have it sounds familiar and yeah. uh i guess the waiter or waitress dropped a bunch of plates mm -hmm. And, you know, the plates broke. Mm -hmm. And how many times I've been there when you're at a restaurant and you hear some people like, yeah, the people clap. Mm -hmm. And she said, everybody at this table stopped, looked over at the waiter or waitress who had dropped the plates and then didn't say anything, went right back to what they were talking about. And yeah. she was like, high level people are not concerned with what's going on around them that doesn't affect them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I always thought like that's so important because sometimes I've been the one like oh fuck. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong to react. No, to there is. Like if you're if you're in a conversation with someone, you just took that energy from that conversation away oh, for yeah, something. That's true. That's true. For something that doesn't benefit that conversation. And not only that, but you've put that other person in a in a place where now they're, they're all in the, the eyes are, Yes, yeah. and and they made a mistake, and we all make mistakes. Imagine yeah. that, like every mistake, everyone stopped and be like oh. Good fucking job, Jeff. You spit fucking energy drink all over the place. Yeah. Right? Yeah, you're right. And so it's kind of weird how uh, we we take our energy and we think that's okay because we're laughing at someone else when we should really be like, oh, fuck, let's just, you know, let's get back to what we were doing. Yeah, let's, let's you know? uh, continue yeah. and, uh, developing something that would benefit our our future. Yeah, I yeah. think, I think um, since we're is getting that, close to there. Is like that a, your uh, mental note? On a mental note, yeah. I think it's important. Like, I think we should really focus... Uh, more of our attention on ourselves or the people in front of us, you know, mm -hmm. and like enjoy that part of life as opposed to uh, like pointing a finger or laughing or looking at someone. I think in this society, we do that a lot, too. Like you'll see someone uh, so quick to record a video, but not quick to help. help. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, in my mental note, the, know the difference between sympathy and empathy. Okay. Because sympathy is like, Oh, something bad happened to the person. Like, oh, okay. that that sucks. But empathy is actually the concept of actually, okay, I know how that person feels. I'm gonna go there and actually help them and make it easier for them. Yeah, that's the whole whole thing for me. All right, good man. Yeah, man. Shit. Cool. All right, man. Well, yeah. We'll see you in a month, bitches. <laughs> see you in a month. <laughs>